0: Hey, everybody. In this episode, we're going to talk with Roman Soiko. He is with RS Professional Homes, and he's going to share how he does his video content and sets goals right after this. everybody. Welcome back to Watch Time. Thanks for joining us again. Um, I would like to introduce our guest today. We have Roman Soiko. He is a real estate investor and CEO of RS Professional Homes. And we've actually had the pleasure of having you on before. You might have caught our previous episode. Um, So welcome back.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. I, I really appreciate this. And your studio is awesome. Thank, and you. I'm Thank you. We <laughs> love having
0: people in here. It's fun. It's, it's a party. Yeah. Um, so, just in case our listeners may have not um, caught the last episode, can mm-hmm. you tell us a little bit about what you do?
1: Yeah. So, I, um, I'm a real estate investor. Well, a business owner first, real estate investor second. We flip houses, we have rental properties, we have Airbnbs, we what else? And then on the on the educational side, I after the first podcast, I got into podcasting on my own. I got into more social media and started putting my videos out there, putting myself out there more, and then created a course on real estate investing, which you helped me, by the way. You yep. mm-hmm. shot that um, video for me. So in a nutshell, this is what I do.
0: That's excellent. And, and you touched on some of those things, uh, which we definitely want to talk more about because when we did the podcast before um, it was in the middle of 2020 in the middle of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, And obviously, you know, we're sitting here several years later now, which is crazy. (laughs) Um, But can you, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about how, um, you know, you were using Instagram and Facebook to help, you know, find and sell properties. You were teaching people um, how to do flips and rehabs Mm -hmm. on some of those platforms before, but can you talk about a little bit how your business has changed and maybe what like triggered the the idea to start doing podcasts and maybe change your video strategy up a little bit?
1: Yeah, <clears throat> so it wasn't really, um, I, like I, I didn't really buy or sell properties because of social media. Mm-hmm. Um, the business was operating on its own with its own lead sort, like we have a uh, acquisition team, I have a lot of virtual assistants that work for me and stuff like that. Um, where the contact came in the picture is when I wanted to kind of give back. Okay. This is what I started doing. I said, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put some stuff out there, and I'm gonna give back to the people that follow me. Um, the other big thing that happened, I think we touched on this in the past, is Marco. Um, I got on Marco's. Uh, he did a couple of videos with, with me. Yeah, and he's got a huge following. So that, so I picked up traction. Mm-hmm. And people started following me because they saw me on YouTube, and I still get those DMs all the time. I saw you on YouTube. I saw you on YouTube. Well, anyway, so I started um, putting content out there just to give, like, give back, you mm-hmm. know. But what happened was, uh, in in return, people started seeing me as an authority figure in the real estate space. So just because I'm out there, maybe I'm not even doing as much as the next guy but I'm out there putting it out. Um, So then, you know, I did buy a few houses off of Instagram. It's Mm -hmm. crazy to think about, but yeah, so people see what I'm doing. They're like, oh, hey, you know, I got this house. Hey, so um, it helped me a little bit, but it was more of a, you establish dominance in your field Mm -hmm. or in your space by putting this stuff out there, videos and podcasts, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. thought leadership is is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: So, I just wanted to, for everyone that's listening and um, watching, you know, what you're referring to with Marco is whiteboard finance. And he was actually on one of our episodes like way back when. Yep. And um, I watched that video with you with him. And it, it is like, I know there's two, I believe, right? Three, Three. actually. I haven't seen yeah. the third one. I've seen the first two. Um, but uh, yeah, you did a great job on that. But you, I feel like what you do really well, to your point, is you you do a great job at explaining the intricacies of what you do. Yeah. And I think a lot of people probably have this idea where they they know they want to get into real estate investing or they know that there's a there's a way they can make money doing that and they don't really understand how to do it. And you've done a great job um, in the course that we helped you put together on Marco's videos and some of your content that you've put out on social media explaining what you're doing and, and why you do it and mm-hmm. how you do it. And um, I think that thought leadership is is huge because. Um, the way I understand it, it's less than one percent of the population is actually content creators. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. So <laughs> when you think about it like that, like you know, a lot of people they they don't want to make content, but they want to learn. So yeah. you kind of are get it, you're joining that group of people that are that less than one percent, and so you're being a voice for people that want to do what you're doing. So I think that's great. I think yeah. it's awesome seeing you know the videos that you're putting out. I know recently. Um, I was watching. You were doing a video on was it a, a farmhouse?
1: Redout? Yeah, yeah. We just finished yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, sold that thing already.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, see, it, how how is that? I guess that's one question I have. Speaking of that, like when you put these series together like that, where you're walking through these houses and showing people what you're doing, does it help with the sales at all, or is that no?
1: No. Yeah. So I just do it just to show people that follow me. This is not rocket science. Like mm-hmm. you can do this. Um, it's a house is just a box build of sticks and some plumbing and some electrical. Anyone can figure out how to flip a house and make a lot of money. So th- does it help me sell it? No, no, because the people that follow me, they follow me for to learn how to do this business. Mm-hmm. My wife, is she does the sales. She's, she's in the business with me. So she does the sales. She handles all that. Um, but, yeah, does that answer your question?
2: Yeah, because, I, I mean, I guess, like, What's great about this, you know, and and that's why I was curious and why we wanted to have you on and really talk with you more is seeing the content you're putting out. Yeah. you know, and you kind of alluded a little bit to you know you've bought a couple properties off Instagram, I'm assuming through people that have followed you. But mm-hmm. um, I guess in your eyes, you know, what do you feel you really get out of creating this content and? How has this like kind of helped you even on your real, on your journey to becoming a better real estate investor? Is there anything that you've been able to pick up through
1: that? So I I always followed other people. Mm-hmm. So th- I, th- there's a couple of things to talk about here. So I always followed other people, and um, especially coming up in, in the business. I followed and I, I watched like, okay, this is how this guy does it. And then a lot of times there's a lot of fluff. Well, actually, I would say 95% of the time it's a bunch of fluff. Mm-hmm. You, you see people putting out – um, a video of this amazing rehab, and then they'll say, "Look at this! I made two hundred thousand dollars." And and here, all you have to do is this three step process. Just follow my three step process, or or buy this thing, and you can do this too. And I and and I realize like it's not that simple. Mm-hmm. Like they'll they'll trap you into buying their course or whatever, because ultimately everyone's selling you something, right? Yeah. That <laughs> if if you don't believe it, then. Yeah, you just don't get it. But <laughs> everyone's trying to, that's why we're all out here. We're either promoting ourselves, promoting our business, promoting something. Mm-hmm. So I realized like, okay, this is not helping people. What What's going to help people is the tactical breakdown of a house and, and why you need to remove this furnace and put this furnace in. Mm-hmm. And why should you buy this house versus this house? How to underwrite. So this is, I saw a void in the industry. Nobody's talking about this stuff because this is uh, this is the actual secret the secret sauce yeah. that nobody wants to share. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna share this stuff and I'll be transparent on how much money I put in here, how much money I made, and all this stuff because I don't care. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess what ended up happening, and, and we like we touched on this already. People like that. People yeah. want to see that, and people follow you, and people say you inspired me. The, the other thing is inspiration. Mm-hmm. I feel like. There's people that inspired me to get to where I'm at. There's also people that inspired me to quit my full-time job Mm -hmm. to get to where I'm at. So I'm now it's my turn to inspire others. Most people don't think they can accomplish what they what I accomplished. Mm -hmm. Most people think that that's for the rich people, or you had to have you had to inherit a bunch of money to do this. And I'm I'm showing people that's not the case. Anyone can do this if you just Put your head down and work. So a lot of my stuff is um, just the tactics of a house rehab or mm-hmm. building out a rental portfolio. We're getting into Airbnbs. But a lot of it is just opening people's eyes that, hey, man, I'm no better than you. I'm just like you. And you can do this, too. You know what I mean? So- yeah. Yeah, yeah that think, was a long answer. <laughs> no, I, th- I think you
0: touched on some really important stuff, though, because that is a hesitation that we hear a lot of times from people. Is like, well, I don't want to give up too much information, or they call you know the secret sauce or mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, but I mean, really, we always talk about too how like helpful content is the new viral content. Like, yeah. if some if people you know. Watch something and it's not helpful to them. They're not going to continue to follow you. Like you know, it has to be useful content. And you know, maybe sharing a, a little bit of you know the the steps along the way. It, it not not viewing it not viewing it so much as like a competitive thing, but just a helpful thing to again. You know, I think we always talk about how we feel like there's there's enough business for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like there's enough to go around. Um, but I think a lot of people really struggle to to overcome that mentality that they're just giving all their secrets away Um, but I I think that inhibits their content
1: I'll tell you a little thing Um, I was we just um, we were in Mexico on vacation we were as we were landing in Cleveland uh, we were looking out the window and uh, my daughters were like oh look at all those little houses all those little tiny houses and I was like, yeah, look at all those little tiny houses. There's so many of them. they literally mm-hmm. just bought blocks and blocks and blocks, and, and you just can't even see the the horizon. And people think that by not giving this information, that, that if they hold the secret sauce, they're preventing competition. If you ever flew on the airplane, just look down and see how many houses, how many buildings there are. This, yeah. I'm talking about my industry. Yeah. There's an infinite amount of houses and, and money you can make. So... Even the competition, the competition, the, there's so much competition in this, in this space. They're making tons of money, but you can make tons of money, too, and we don't even know each other. Yeah. I met some people in Cleveland that are crushing it in the real estate industry. I, I'm talking about crushing it, and I've never heard their name. That's just, that goes to show that there's, inf- it's, it's, it's businesses like Sunshine, there's enough for everyone.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I mean I think that we see that even with our industry. There's so many video production companies and um that start up every day, not to mention like so many in Cleveland. And like there's so many times that I've come across companies on, on Instagram where I'm like, Oh, I'm like, how long have you been in business? Mm-hmm. And like you look back and it's like, Oh, we've been in business since two thousand eight or two thousand nine, and you're right. like, How have I never heard of you? But to that point, there is. There's enough business to go around. And I think the fact that you're willing to give the information away is is an important lesson to the people that are listening especially the people who want to create content because i think really th- you have to truly believe that you know like if you're if you're creating content for thought leadership content or content for your business you have to truly believe that you are trying to help people like the people that are just kind of faking it to your point like mm-hmm. they're going to give away that fluff they're going to give away stuff that like aren't really going to give people any advice or help with anything. It's just going to like entice them to come sign up for something or it's just going to, you know, basically give them things that anybody can you know, easily find out if they've just even been around the industry. So I think the fact that you're willing to give that away shows your commitment to not just, you mm-hmm. know, your business, but like you want to give back. You want to do, you know, like you said, do what help other people the way that you were helped. So I think that's great.
1: And it's not easy because you have to intention. you have to do this intentionally. And whenever you flip a house, you have to think about hey, what do people want to see? Like, do they want to see this step or that step? Or do they just want to see a final walkthrough? Like, what do they want to see? So you have to intentionally film these videos with a purpose. Um, and the other struggle that I've had, honestly, is um, being caught up as a, uh, user on social media, not, not, um, a content creator. Cause I'm, mm-hmm. uh, recently I, I started doing both. So I had to cut myself off. Mm-hmm. So I had to do like, kind of like a reset from December to like February and say, you know what, I'm consuming too much time on social media, scrolling mm-hmm. on reels instead of, uh, putting out content. Mm-hmm. So I, after like cutting myself off for a little bit, I, I, I didn't put out any content and I also didn't consume any. So now I'm back and I'm putting it out more and I'm trying not to consume any like mm-hmm. completely. I even erased the app off my phone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that You know, that's a point I did want to ask you about, because I know, I mean, we were talking about how like it is really hard to take the time to create content. Um And Bill and I have taken different approaches to that over the years. I think our latest approach is that we really to our best try to make Friday like internal marketing days Mm -hmm. where we do, you know, we today's a Friday and we're doing podcast recording. Um, So, into our our best ability just like not schedule shoots at least on fridays mm-hmm. so that's kind of been our focus but how do you go about like finding the time do you do you like to you know create a bunch of content at once or do you kind of you know do one piece at a time as you have time through the week mm-hmm.
1: or? I'm not as structured like that I just uh whenever I see an opportunity i'll I'll film something so but I do sometimes like if we're flipping multiple houses i'll I'll create a content piece here I'll create a video here um and I'll just they're in my phone and then I'll release them like once a week once a couple of times a week and uh but but I I also do a lot of stories too so like a story you know just a walkthrough of something like a funny incident that's happening in in one in a business or something so I'll do stories but as far as putting out content yes that's how I do it just whenever i feel like oh this is something that people probably want to see so then i'll put i'll, I'll film it and i'll sometimes I'll, I'll hold it in my phone for a while before mm-hmm. i upload it to instagram or facebook or whatever um so yeah but but what i should be doing and actually i don't know if i should or i shouldn't i don't edit, edit any of my stuff um mm-hmm. it's just raw mm-hmm. raw video cuz i don't have time but i also notice that some people don't care they, because yeah. they're consuming the uh, the information for the information mm-hmm. not not my editing skills which i have none so
0: that is a that is a great point yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah so I, I think with that i mm-hmm. mean when you think about so a great example i think this is like tiktok with tiktok like a lot of people don't do any editing with that it's all so similar to reels like it's it's very raw and i think the advantage that in my opinion that you have with doing it that way is you know when it's not overly produced, they know like and maybe this adds to your authority. Like he's out there in the trenches doing the same thing. Like that's why you, you know like you're doing you're doing the work. You know you're not producing it to try and sell a course. You're yeah. not producing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and I think that that probably l- lends to your audience like wanting to listen to you and and believe what you're saying versus like oh he's probably leaving half of this out. You know right. he's only going to give us half of it. Um, but now knowing though that that it's kind of like how you're doing this like in a raw approach. Um, do you do any pre-production or anything like that? Do you, do you plan? Like you were kind of talking about, like, I think about like, should I show, you know, I'll show this furnace, why you should swap this out. Mm-hmm. Do you do any actual planning ahead of time? Like, do you write down any notes or anything? Like I should cover these couple things when I walk through the house or.
1: No, I just, I just on site, I'm like, oh yeah, this, we, we should film this. I should film this. Okay. Let's do it. And then I just, I just do it live. Okay. Um, what I do do is uh, with the podcast, I'll have an outline because with my podcast, so I'll, it's, it's also about teaching. Mm-hmm. It's, it's also about giving back and teaching like a specific thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I have a series coming up on property management. How, how do we manage our rental properties hundred percent virtually with virtual mm-hmm. assistants? Like that's, so that's something that you probably are not going to find anywhere else yeah and and i'll I'll write out like because it's easy to get lost you know so i'll write out the topics that i I need to hit on like a bullet point and I just i i don't script it i just like we are right now talking that's how i do my podcast also but i'll follow um outline okay but for videos no maybe i should um maybe i should but and i've done that in the past okay because it it keeps it more structured but i just do it whatever i just do it live. (laughs) <laughs> no, that's that's
2: interesting. Like, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited about uh, your podcast series on that, because that's something that I feel like to your point, like a lot of people wonder about because I've often done like I've been on trips and stuff and I like look at Airbnbs and I'm like, how do like do they do these people live here? How do they manage this if they don't live? You know, a lot of people like have Airbnbs all over and they don't obviously live there. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting to understand how to do that. So it's yeah. pretty
1: cool. It, let's touch on the virtuality of the world. If you guys don't mind. Yeah. So <clears throat> people manage Airbnbs from their phone on a different side of the world. You can be in whatever, in Europe, and manage an Airbnb in Florida. Um, it's the way the business is now, and this is this goes for everything, man. Like most of my business is ran by virtual assistants. People that work in the Philippines, mm-hmm. um, and they're they're smart, they're educated. They have master's degrees. Um, obviously, the wage is different than what, what is here in the states. But we have systems and processes set up where a door could be unlocked from the Philippines. Uh, a, a furnace can be turned down and turned up with motion sensors when people walk into the house. Um, a cleaner could be scheduled as soon as the 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 guest checks out. Mm-hmm. And um, a maintenance request could be handled with a text on WhatsApp. So we don't have to be there to do any of this stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, these Airbnbs are local to me, and I do I am involved with the remodel and design. Mm-hmm. But just for the business for the future, the way we're looking at it is if, if we buy a cabin in Montana, I don't have to be there. Yeah. Because of how everything is just virtual and tied together. It's crazy. Yeah. So
0: yeah it is no I, it is it is really crazy sometimes I look back you know I think about this like I look back and think about I don't know like the 30s or 20s or whatever and it's like you know what we didn't have this saturation if you wanted to op- open a grocery store and have your little small business like there probably weren't a lot of other grocery stores in your town and You know, sometimes I I think about like, oh, they had so much opportunity back then, Mm -hmm. you know, like, but I think we have a really cool opportunity now with being able to do global business Mm -hmm. from our living rooms, you know, and, and, you know, so I think that's also a pretty cool opportunity that people, you know, don't take, take for granted sometimes and, um, you know, and, and just be able to make lots of different, you know, connections and everything without having to physically go, you know, travel there. So you you bring up a cool point.
2: Mm -hmm. That's an exciting thing too. Like when you think about even from the content creation perspective, right. So, um, with the podcast, right. You're saying like how many people are listening to you and learning from you. I know like with our podcast, I've looked at the stats and like, we get a lot of people, like we get a lot of people in Ohio, which I'm not surprised Mm -hmm. because, you know, we're based out of Ohio, but there's probably people that we know that, you know, are local that are listening to us, but We also get just as many listeners in California and in New York. Mm. And I find that interesting because I'm like, here we are, a video production company in Cleveland, Ohio, and we're talking with different guests and about different processes we have, and we're helping educate people in different states. I mean, there's other states, too, but those are just as saturated in terms of listeners as Ohio is. So Mm. it's kind of cool when you think about it, like what you're doing content-wise, whether it be through the podcast or through social media, you're, you're helping people not just here, I mean, they could be in Florida, they could be in, you know, out in California, they could be in Maine, wherever, you know, and they're mm-hmm. and you're helping educate them and inspiring them to like kind of whether, whether it be they're going to go all in and that's going to be their business or whether they're like, hey, it would be cool just to make a little extra money to help with the kids going to college or something yeah. like that. You know, so
1: that's great. You know, I always say this too. So I'll tell you guys a little story. So I, I, I um, grew up in Ukraine. So I moved from Ukraine, and when I was a teenager, uh, the former Soviet Union, and then I moved here to the states. And then I hear, you know, I hear people say that they can't get ahead, or there's not enough opportunity here, or certain people don't get the same opportunity. And I always think, like, you guys have no freaking idea. If you grew up in the Soviet Union, that's where there's no opportunity. That's the Soviet Union. That's communism and we come here to the land of opportunity, which is United States, and you tell me that there's no opportunity. Like, get out of here. Yeah. And and then the other thing is, this is what made me talk about what, um, what you said, was the how we're so connected, mm-hmm. right? You can literally get on Google or YouTube and find anything you want. You can find a podcast on any single niche in the world, mm-hmm. and you tell me that there's no opportunity, I think we have a lack of drive mm-hmm. and people who don't want to create an opportunity for themselves and just want to be handed things. Um, but with the information that's available on the internet now, there's endless opportunity. You just got to take action. And th- that's what I'm trying to push with my podcast and yeah. my social media. Like, yeah, you know, some people chase the money and they chase it and, and they think real estate is the way to go. I mean, you know, you can argue yes or no, Yeah, real estate's a great vehicle to get to financially where you want to be. But um, that, that's what I'm trying to show them. That, that's why I got into it. So to show them the tactical breakdown on how to get there. Yeah. If they're willing to listen, of course. Well,
2: and I think it's great, like just looking at your social media and knowing you as long as I have, like, I think what's what's outstanding is, I think drive is determined by your goal. So I think some people, like their goal is they just want to make, a lot, maybe they just want to make a lot of money. I just want right. to make a lot of money. I want to have that really nice car. And that's that's kind of, that's all they see right now. There's no other picture. And I feel like when I look at your social media, when I talk with you, I can tell like your goal was um independence. Your goal was more time with your family. Your goal was being able to provide a life for your family. I see that in all the photos that you po- post. know whether that was your main goal or not, but I see, I could see like, I can see a picture that I think you were painting for yourself when you got started versus people that have a hard time with drive. They might just say, I want to make money, but they have no other right. idea where they're going to go from there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah. And that was my goal was to have freedom to do whatever I want. Um, but see, people don't realize that money is just a vehicle to freedom. Mm-hmm. So when, when you get that, you realize that the actual money or the numbers in your bank account or you could pull it up on your phone and it, that thing doesn't make me happy. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many zeros are there. It, that's not what makes you happy. Um, it's, it's the constant or it's the goal setting, achieving those goals, and then, and then the freedom that you get, that money creates, mm-hmm. freedom to travel, freedom to do whatever. But also I've, I know a lot of, so I'm part, part of a couple of masterminds mm-hmm. and a lot of people that achieve certain level of success and then they exit their business or you know they cash out millions of dollars um, or they completely outsource their operation, they get bored and they become depressed and then they look for the next thing and then they'll start another company you know and mm-hmm. then they do go through the whole thing, exit, they bored, they become depressed. So I feel like in life you always have to have something that you strive for, and that's this is where goal setting is mm-hmm. huge. Um, and then your goals are also going to change; like they're going to change as you grow in business or in life. So, but you always have to wake up with and, and do something, and and strive for something, and achieve some sort of a achievement or achieve that goal that you had on your goals list for the last three years or whatever. And and then. Um, Exercise too. I know this is not like a exercise podcast, but mm-hmm. if even if you hit all your goals, financially, business, whatever, you can never hit all your exercise goals. Cause there's always some sort of race you can run. Mm-hmm. There's always more weight you can lift. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's always like you hit that 315, next is 405. Like <laughs> I am now I'm shooting for 405, you know? So uh that's that's the other thing if people are struggling with that. You always have to set boundaries and goals further than what you think you can accomplish because you'll accomplish them. Yeah.
2: It's it's interesting that you mentioned that. So I, I'm actually in a mastermind too, and like this I'm gonna butcher this, but this was the topic of our last meeting is that I think I'm gonna butcher this, but it's that most mm-hmm. people most people underestimate what they can do in a year and overestimate what they can do in a week or a month. And I feel like and what I've noticed from being in this group is like be, prior to the mastermind, I had goals, but I didn't write them down. Okay. You know what I mean? So like I knew like what I wanted to do, but I'd, as soon as I started writing them down, as soon as I started referring back to them and being held accountable to them, yep. then I started seeing success and hitting those goals. And I think that that's key, whether anybody that's listening or watching, whether you know, you're know you in a mastermind or whether you're um, in any type of business, like networking group or something like that is... I think setting some type of goal is like the key to, and I think that's the key to content creation as well. Like we, we're seeing success in creating more content now because we've set that goal of every Friday, Mm -hmm. that's content creation day. You know, we're going to achieve, you know, we want to get X number of podcasts recorded and get them out. Mm -hmm. So I think that's to your point when there's no goal and you don't have a way to like track that. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like too, like for anybody listening, don't get in that trap of, you know, thinking, you have to hit that. Like they are movable to your point. Like right. you're, they're yeah. going to move around, you know, and that's fine. But yeah, to not have a goal. And I think it's very clear looking like talking with you and like looking at stuff you're doing, like you've had these goals set and you're
1: moving along with them for years. Yeah. For years. And I wrote them down for years. <laughs> um, you, you know, the other thing, um, here's another little trick for everyone listening. So it's not, and I actually, I think my last podcast was on this. It's not just writing the goal down. Mm-hmm. Because if you write the goal down, yes, there, there's like some sort of connection brain and pen and paper and minds. There's some sort of connection that actually writing it down and putting it on paper makes it more real and obtainable. But it's also working that goal backwards. Have you heard of this concept? I Yeah, I think. But go ahead. So like find
0: the steps to, to obtain, obtain that.
1: Obtain that, yeah. working it, uh, for- formulating it backwards to monthly and daily actions. So, like let's say in my business, let's say I I say I want to do let's say I want to do 50 flips this year, mm-hmm. which we don't do 50. We do like we do like under 20. L- last year we did like 18. But let's say I want to do 50 flips per year. Mm-hmm. Um so then I have to work that backwards. So, I'll I'll look at all right, so we did 18. How many offers did we put in to get the 18 that that we got? Mm-hmm. So then I'll see like all right for we for every ten offers one got accepted, mm-hmm. okay so that's ten offers we got to make to to get one deal so let's let's work that backwards now how many offers do I have to make mm-hmm. to get um, fifty deals and then I break that down by months okay so I don't know I'm, I'm not good at math but whatever that is let's say mm-hmm. it's five hundred offers. Um, let's break that down by by 12 months. Mm-hmm. So let's say we do whatever, 50 offers a month or something, and then break that down by day. And then and then e- if you break that down by day and you say, okay, now I have to make what are 15 offers a day, mm-hmm. then it, and one out of 10 gets accepted, I should get my goal. Yeah. and, and that works with um, um, exercise, uh, fitness, business, life, Mm-hmm. Relationships, anything, you know, you can do this with, um, with like with your significant other. You can say, you know, I want to um, go on a date night every other night, or every other week, or mm-hmm. every week. All right, let me break that down. What do I have to do for that? Well, first of all, I have like I got kids. We have to set a babysitter, right? Mm-hmm. We have to have a babysitter. So let me put that in my calendar. Make sure I set a ba- babysitter. And then I have to research what restaurant we're going to and book that restaurant. Yeah. So like you can be really intentional with goals. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense.
2: I Love that. Do you do you vision board at all? Like, is that something that you do, or you like create like like a like a picture? To, like, I
1: I did one time. Mm-hmm. Um, I but now um, my visions are different. Like I used to have like a house in like a car, mm-hmm. but now that doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Like I. Um, my goals are different. It's not something I can vision. You know, I d th- okay. I don't think it's something I can vision. It's just but I, I write it down on I keep all my goals on a Google Drive mm. and I have multiple goals for multiple things. I break yeah. it down by sections and and I keep them in my phone and I review them every single day. Okay. Yeah.
2: That's, that's great advice. Um I just so what I, I wanted to ask you too, because I all the information you gave us a lot of information and and anybody that's listening and watching like on not just content creation, but setting goals and trying mm-hmm. to be successful in, in any anything that they're doing. Um, what, what do you want, like, what would you say are your key takeaways from that you want our listeners to maybe take away from this episode? Like, if you could name three things, like, these are the three things that we talked about that, you know, maybe you could start doing today or you should start thinking about doing to, to create an impact, mm. whether that be through content creation, goal setting. So just three things. All yeah. right. So
1: um, I would say start, if you're not doing any content at all, like, start doing it. Like, it doesn't matter. It'll help you grow your business, and it'll help you become a dominant force in your field. And and you'll establish a following, and that will open doors and opportunities you didn't know existed. So just start doing it. It it doesn't matter how stupid you look to yourself, because p- other people look at it, and they don't think you look stupid.
0: Yeah, you're they, always more critical of yourself. Yeah, they
1: think you're cool. Like, <laughs> oh, wow, look, he's doing that, or whatever. But... uh but yeah, just start doing it. Um, it's also work, so realize that that it's not just it, you have to commit, and then not just give up after a week because you didn't you didn't get twelve million followers in a week. Like that's mm. not how that works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you can have you you can have solid thousand followers, and you can run a legitimate business. Like you don't need the, you know. I think the social media out there kind of pushes this agenda that you need to have whatever amount of followers, none of that matters, guys. Like, you need your solid core base of followers, and mm-hmm. and they'll they'll help you in whatever business you're in, or podcast listeners. So, anyway, just start doing it. Just start doing it, but commit. Um, and then what we talked about, goal setting is important. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I would say second biggest takeaway for you guys would be set some goals, and um, set them just above what you think you can accomplish because if you think you can accomplish it you're probably not shooting high enough like mm-hmm. you you'll shoot to where you aim if you aim to make six figures that's what you make that's what you're going to make but if but if you shoot to make a million then maybe maybe that's a little bit out of your reach but shoot for it at least if even if you come up short at 600,000 for a, for a year at least you you're not at 100,000 so you always have to shoot higher than what you think you can achieve. So set some goals. And then um, and the last thing, in my opinion, is, um, is so we talk about investment a lot, mm-hmm. or I, I talk about different types of investments and in businesses, but what I realized over the years is that the biggest investment you can make, the biggest one, is your health. That's the biggest investment. That's the, you get the biggest ROI, return on investment, <laughs> is your health. So, yeah.
0: you can't do anything if you're not healthy, you know, if, yep. if you're not of, you know, good body and mind, you know, you, you can't do good business. So, uh, I, th- I think that's a really important thing. It's, it's hard, I think, especially like with family and, you know, business and everything, um, to be able to, you know, devote time and, and the um, attention that all those parts of your life deserve. Um, but that's that's a huge thing I, I know, like with Bill and I, too, um, that, you know, you got to take care of yourself and, mm-hmm. and you got to get sleep and, you know, yes. and all that stuff, too. All so, that sleep, yeah. diet,
1: food, yes, intake, yes. all that stuff.
0: Well, this is great. I mean, I, I love how, you know, we, we talked about video content, but we talked a lot about business and just yeah. life, too. And I think all that stuff's important. So um, where can people go to watch your podcast or watch your videos or learn more about um
1: what you do? Yeah, so uh, podcast is Building Roman's Empire. Mm. I don't know why I called it that, but, but that's <laughs> sounds, what I called it. Sounds cool. I like it. <laughs> it's, uh, well, actually, the intention behind that was like, as I'm building my business, you um, you can follow me and watch it. Okay. Like, you can actually follow along, like, as we're growing. So, mm-hmm. Building Roman's Empire. Oh, and that's because of my Instagram handle, mm-hmm. it's, which is romanempire.cle. Okay. So you can, yeah, so uh, Instagram is romanempire.cle. Uh, you can follow also my business, which is RS Professional Homes. You can follow that on Instagram and Facebook and stuff, and we'll post like rehabs and and stuff like that, like final product. Like maybe you get some design inspiration from that. But my personal stuff is, like I said, romanempire.cle. That's probably the number one. And, yeah, listen, if you're interested in real estate or, or – you're thinking about starting it, Roman Empire. cle and building Romans Empire podcast. I literally talk you step by step through how I got started, from episode one. Literally, I talk about how I got started. So.
0: It's great. Great information. That's awesome. Well, th- thank you so much yeah. for being back on the podcast. It was good to catch up. I can't believe it's been three years already. You got to
1: do
2: this again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this it's, is great. We really,
0: well, really enjoy it.
2: We definitely will have you back on and we'll get some updates on, see your goal setting and yeah. see where it's progressed and see where you are with content and, you know, go from there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I appreciate that guys. We, Yeah. I, I do have a lot of goals and a lot of content goals and, so, um, and you know, what's crazy is the way we, I progressed from last year to, or last time we, we were mm-hmm. on to, yep. to now. And, I, and I, I'm excited just to see where, what's going to happen next three years. Yeah. yeah. So, and then I'm excited to watch you grow, you guys, because oh, you thanks. guys yeah. are, you know, this, I mean, this studio is amazing. So every time I talk to Bill, I'm like, man. Look at look at Bill just crushing it. <laughs> it
0: is, this is our, our third office space and it's great. you know it, it is you know and it is crazy to look back to. Sometimes you forget to assess your own progress and yeah. you know and really look back and see how far you've come. So thank you so much.
2: See you guys later. See you guys. Thanks for listening to Watch Time. We hope you guys enjoyed today's episode.
0: And remember to like and subscribe so you don't miss future episodes.
2: And if you want your question answered on our podcast, go to flexmediacle.com backslash watch time.